Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. Do you feel like I said that like, hey, everybody? <laughs> no, because that's like that. <laughs> you said it differently. You just like, hey, everybody. It was yes. nice. Um, I just want to welcome our listeners to Big Dyke Energy Podcast. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. I have a game. Do you want to play a game? You like games? Oh my god! I actually just uh, I love games. Okay, so you know that game, Mary Fuck Kill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are we gonna play Mary Fuck Kill? No, I think that game is actually like kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is fun to have three things and then sort them into categories. Ooh, sorting. Yeah. So I would like to present my version of Mary Fuck Kill. Mm-hmm. A little game I like to call. Top bottom verse. Ooh. Sexual. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also like energy wise. So, Gala, here's how the game is going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to list off three things to you. Mm-hmm. And I want you to identify each one of them as top, bottom, or verse. Okay. okay. You have to name all three in this group. So, you're going to have to make some tough decisions. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me give it a go and see how I do. Okay. All right. First one up, first round ever played of the game. Ooh. Top bottom verse. Cheetah print, zebra print, snakeskin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which one is top, which is bottom, and which is verse energy in your imagination? Okay, so the first thing that I know for sure in my mind mm-hmm. is that uh, snake is verse. Okay. I think uh, it's just clear to me that somebody wearing snakeskin mm-hmm. is kind of shifty and can go either way, likes to transform <laughs> themselves depending on the sexual context, and like generally doesn't really give a fuck. Okay. You know, I mean, like, and when I say like, I feel like when I'm describing this, I'm describing this pattern on someone who's not just like buying it because they're like five items at Zara right now that have snakeskin on them. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. has to be someone that's like bold with the snakeskin. And like, is like seeking it out. Yeah. But also like wearing it in like bold green or red, not like in muted, mm, like okay. beige colors. I got you. Um, okay. So having, having positioned snake into verse. I think that zebra for me really screams bottom. Okay. Um, and I think this is gonna sound kind of a wackadoodle, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think you know a lot of my reasoning is just sort of like um, some kind of like categorical relation, and I just feel like anybody wearing zebra print in my mind mm-hmm. is somebody who's perfectly comfortable being the abject. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. Like, like, when you mean being uh, the abject, like, what do you mean? I just mean, like, I think uh, to wear zebra print, (laughs) it's sort of like, oh, it's almost never flattering on anybody. (laughs) So there's a way in which, like, you are choosing it as as the hunted. Like you're submitting to it or whatever? Yeah, but also, yeah, and then if I also just feel like like the zebra to me is like i mean i love the zebra beautiful rare creatures and i don't want to stress rare too much otherwise you're going to get confused about bottom top but (laughs) (laughs) but i do feel like um when you see like video of them it's often them getting ripped apart by like a lion oh my god you know i just feel like they love they like to be prey 
I mean, they okay. don't like to be prey, but I just feel like somebody wearing zebra print is channeling the hunted and prey, which okay. leaves cheetah print for the top, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also think that maybe somebody who's investing in cheetah print is really trying to, like, communicate top to others. They're like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> I'm top. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I'll go with that. Uh, so you feel like you understand the game? I think so, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to ask you another one. Okay. <clears throat> Food co-op, CSA, <laughs> farmer's market. Shit. Wait, can we just go back for a second? I yeah. just want to know, like, how, like, is there a way for, for me to know, like, outside of my understanding of the game, like, how I'm doing in the game? Like, am I just going to keep guessing? Is there some kind of There's no validation answer. that I receive? For oh, I mean, <laughs> I can put a cool sound effect in for you. Yeah, I guess what I mean is, like... No, you don't win. This is this game's about stimulating interesting conversation among uh, friends. I just wanted to feel good about my guesses. You know what I mean? But it, it's not. It's a completely subjective experience. Dang. Okay. Fine. You can neither win nor lose. You can only be validation. Is but my love I can tell you, language. great job. I, be, I believe you. in you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's what I needed. Okay. So <laughs> CSA food co-op and farmers market. Yeah, like who shops where? Okay, I think that um, I think, well, it's hard because my brain has these, like I know what I would think about these things, but I also know the people who I know, like I know, I definitely know some tops who've gotten CSA. Uh-huh. But. <laughs> oh, but you think like the bottom is like, make it come to me. It's also like, oh, I guess this is what's in this box. (laughs) I can do another one if you don't want. We can edit this one out. I have a bunch. No, no, I want to play it. I want to play it. Um, Okay, so I think that um, farmer's market is verse. Okay. Because um, you're kind of interested in a new experience. Column A, column B. But you can always go to your... The, sh- the you know the stall that you always go to mm-hmm. so there's like a little bit of this a little bit of that at the farmer's market yeah. energetically so it's also like i'll meet you halfway right yeah you're not coming to me i'm not going to you let's go to the farmer's market yeah. um i think that um okay you know what <laughs> i think that the food co-op is the bottom Okay. Even though the funny thing where you get the box and then you're like, ooh. But um, I think the food co-op is the bottom because when if you, like, work at the real food co-op in New York City, yeah. like, you are literally, like, fucking stepped on every day. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, like, you have to be okay with that. Okay. And so there's a kind of submission that happens. Sub energy. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that um I feel like people who are like true tops don't last very long at the food co op unless they're at the like t- unless they're like at the the top of the pyramid there. Yeah, they have to be like a crew lead on like some joke of a job. Yeah. Where all they have to do is pick the music. Yeah. And make the schedule. But I just I just mean like I think that like um like people who are just regular people who have to do shifts at this at the food co-op if they're tops they like don't they can't seem to make it very long there because they get so mad at everyone which leaves csa for you know the bottoms that's the tops yeah the tops sorry (laughs) (laughs) so confusing you see bottoms everywhere i i do see bottoms everywhere so the csa tops like i feel like a csa is like a true commitment Okay. And it's just like, 
they're like, you know what? I'm going to sign up. It's going to be worth my money and I'm going to get the best quality product. And I feel like there's something about that like decisiveness that yeah. like, let's go, let's do this. Let's get this CSA. I don't care. I'll make something with this. Yeah. That's top energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there more? Yeah, I got another one for you. Okay. Mm. Are you having fun, Rose? I'm having a great time. <laughs> okay, good. Fashion mullet, undercut, bowl cut. Bowl cut? Yeah, like the Joan of Arc thing that like people were doing for a bit, you know? Wow. Ramona Quimby, AJ, that style. Wow. I know you've seen this. I do. I feel like I almost in this in this particular juncture would say bowl cut is the top because you have to truly believe that you are like a rarity. Yeah. And you're an investing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just seem like it's a it's a confidence. Yeah. I just feel like because there are bottoms of plenty, mm-hmm. like they can't they have to compete with each other more and they're not about to get a bowl cut because mm-hmm. like that might make you fall real down yeah <laughs> on the list of like <laughs> bottoms we're getting service tonight i mean i'm being a fucking dick i know i'm being a dick i think actually i'm sure there are like super beautiful sexy people out there with joan of arc hair or yeah, whatever I've seen a few. page pa- i feel like they're like pages they're like a yeah squire yeah, they're like Arthur before you pulled the sword out of the stone, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> okay, so I think like in this scenario, bowl cut has got to be tough for me because I'm like, wow, you got to feel like people are going to want you regardless. Yeah. Um, so that being out of the way, I feel like fashion wallet is verse. Mm-hmm. It's also verse aesthetically, like gender wise, yeah. like yeah. it's totally different on every fucking person. And I think undercut is kind of bottomy in a way. I know it doesn't feel bottomy like when you say it because it's like undercut. But I think (laughs) there's something about um, people who actually, okay, people who have undercuts, especially people who don't feel like they desperately need them. Like people who have a lot of hair, like a lot of curly hair will get undercuts. Those people have deep bisexual energy, (laughs) but but not necessarily (laughs) bottom energy. (laughs) But I think people who are like just undercutting because they're just like, hmm, I need it to feel cool under here are the kind of people who just like want to get the back of their neck stroked while they're like licking someone's heel. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to do like two more? Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> this is another fashion related one. Ooh. Neon. Navy. Navies like dark colors and neutrals. Navy. Oh, I get it. You know what I mean? Like mili- like olive green, burgundy, mm-hmm. navy blue, mm-hmm. deep rich. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to say those again? I know. I'm listening and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to be the stereotypical person about this, but it's just like. I mean, I've never met somebody who inhabits navies who's not a top. You know? Like, the darks, like, you know, they like to keep things matching. They like to keep things, like, uniform. They're like the Clark Kents of the world. <laughs> um, and I do... Okay, given that, it's funny. It's like, I feel like, here's what I need you to change about your category. Yeah. Neutrals, like, who is that? 
It's like earth tones. But like who is that? Like your one like ritual leader at Maha Rose or like someone else? No, I mean like <laughs> I also wear a lot of earth tones. I think that there's like a lot of... Um, mm, I hear what you're saying. So earth Androgynous tones. like celesbians so who you like think, seem to wear But earth tones are different than uh, navy tones you're saying. Yeah, like, because like navy tones are rich colors and earth tones are more like grays or like... Um, grayish mm-hmm. hues those are verse those people are verse yeah the washed out they're like the visual artists <laughs> yeah like i'm specifically thinking of like that i'm like i feel like a lot of like dancing artists like yeah those people tend to be verse. i feel like neon then becomes like bottom by default neon yeah. people it's an imperfect one that one i do because i feel like some people who are neoning are like femme tops yeah that's fair you know and also like um like like graffiti butches Mm, yeah i don't know that's a category i just made up (laughs) i mean i could see it it's like it's a zach morris vibe yeah 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 i mean that's not what i thought of for graffiti butches because i didn't like necessarily think they were like well i mean zach is actually mixed but i didn't think of it as just like white dude with blonde hair like with a big mobile (laughs) phone as a graffiti butch but i hear (laughs) I guess I was thinking of like an alternate reality. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Do you want to do vehicles, alternative meat products, or um, non-purse style bags? Um, I think because I'm vehicle. What well, is these like? Are these vehicle makes or are they like um, sh- shapes? Because I'm kind of um, vehicle blind. These are like vehicle makes. No, um, I have no, I have no idea what the differences are. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe let's try pers- or sensible shoes. Ooh, no, let's do the bags. Let's do the bags. Okay, let's do the bags. All right, this is the last of our round of top bottom verse for the day. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. <clears throat> Backpack, fanny pack, tote bag may or may not have like a local feminist bookstore silkscreen on mm-hmm. it. You know. It's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Backpack is top. Okay. Um, it's just clear to me. Yeah. I can't. I can't. It's just like it's just so clear. Um, tote bag is bottom. Fanny pack is verse. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, do I even have to explain it? No, you don't. But <laughs> maybe somebody out there needs it. I don't know. I guess I just like you put all your fucking shit in your backpack. Each just like backpack are people who are like prepared, ready to go, have their gloves, have their shit in there to fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I think that like tote bags are like, mm, all I need to bring is myself. And <laughs> mm-hmm. but like I'll bring this and throw whatever. But in also it, I'm gonna maybe. like get like this giant bag of water, like this, you know, yeah. and like and all these snacks. It's actually tote bag is like, like, fem cancer energy. No, <laughs> it's like cancer energy. <gasps> I just heard snack bag. I know you have to remember that tourists actually rarely travel with a snack bag because they're really excited to buy food every place that they are. <laughs> so like cancers have like a whole like three dinners in their bag if you need it. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, do you think that like um, do you think that there are like sign associations with these categories? Top bottom. It's hard, right? It's got to be pretty specific, but mm-hmm. like specifically like verse energy Mm -hmm. i've been thinking about and what that is and if people 
how people relate to it. <laughs> are you just like, what are, you, are you trying to talk about the mutables? Maybe, but I don't think, I mean, is top bottom verse actually just like cardinal fixed mutable? Mm. Well, let me think. I don't think so. Because I think I, it's too hard with the with the earth signs being spread amongst all three. Yeah, it's true. You know, like um, I like, and I don't think that all cardinal signs are top energy. It's true. Cancers which Cancers and Libras are in there. You know, <laughs> which one of those don't you think is top energy? Cancers and Libras are in there. Yes, not all the time, right? Like I do know, like. Cancer's the top energy. I don't think you can divide it that. Yeah, I just yeah, I think finally. I think Libras are always they like have to be verse. <laughs> yeah, it's like how can they? How can they? I how mean, can they possibly decide one is better than the other? Yeah, unless it's like a Libra, but it's like a Libra like Aries, Mars, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever something elder, really driving Mars, there. Taurus, or like I don't know, just whatever like some kind of energy that's like I've wanted this some momentum. Way, yeah, and I'm gonna get it right now. <laughs> But then, so like in sex, you know, but then in every other way, they'd be like, mm, well, babe, I don't care. Like? What do you eat? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I, I know a lot of, I feel like I know um, quite a few cancer tops. Yeah. I was kind of kidding. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think. But I mean, then like, what about fixed bottom? Like, does that make any bottom. sense? A fixed bottom. Right. Um, because we got Aquarius, Scorpio, Taurus, and Leo. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the only one. I mean, I don't know. I think that I think that a Scorpio can be a fixed bottom. Yeah, definitely. but it's like, like one I of those this like, way, and I like it this way. Yeah, like the you know topping from the bottom, bottom. Yeah. No, I th- I think that honestly it doesn't fully correlate, but it's interesting to. Um, conti- continually disprove this mini theory <laughs> but the last thing we land on is verse and the mutable signs which actually might be the only semi-practical application mm-hmm. of the three right right except for virgos except for virgos what do you think you don't I think, think the virgos, virgos are often either top or bottom straight oh up. i see they're like i've sorted it out and this is the category that i this appears into. to be the best category for me <laughs> 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 made a lot of spreadsheets yeah i figured it out i thought about it i tried it out i recorded yeah. my experience i've asked a couple people how i did in either category and thought about their ratings yeah um yeah you really can't divide i don't think I think everything's so specific. Mm-hmm. And probably your Mars has more to do with things than it's really much true. else, right? It's really true. Yeah. I agree. Um, but, or like your fifth house placements. Mm-hmm. But, okay. um, yeah, I don't know. I think um, Geminis are definitely the most verse of, the, of those people. Yeah, absolutely. Which... It's so weird because it's like Gemini season. Mm-hmm. It's weird that we bring that up. Do you feel like it's a season for versatility? Yeah. Well, it's kind of adapt or die too, right? You <sighs> mean because you're like everyone's overheating, not drinking enough and like getting sunburns or? Yeah. I mean that also it's just like this season is changing whether you like it or not. Better put some shorts on or you're going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, freedom of movement is important right now. Getting a little breeze. 
getting a little breeze mm-hmm. the gemini story <laughs> <laughs> poor gemini's though why why do you think that gemini's get such a bad rap like what do you do you think that they are the most um, maligned sign of the zodiac oh, i mean as a scorpio <laughs> i feel like gemini's are like my siblings yeah. in the like maligned category <laughs> um and like honestly it's jealousy so oh yeah can you explain that a little bit more i don't know i mean obviously i know i think um i think for the most part when mm-hmm. people are expressing their categorical gemini hate mm-hmm. It's like very unnuanced. They're just sort of like, oh, this person is is very dual or they're untrustworthy or they're vapid or they're self-centered, you know, whatever it is that they like say. But to be honest, like I have never met a Gemini out in the world who like 20 people didn't have a crush on. Mm -hmm. I just feel like Gemini's are great at flirting they're great at self-styling they're great at appealing to lots of different people yeah. and they're great at um just like putting on a charm that is easily palatable even for people who might not like otherwise be attracted to that type or that whatever yeah you know all the kind of like celesbians <laughs> it's true or my, Gemini's. yeah yeah are you thinking of angelina jolie yeah i mean i'm thinking of her but i'm also thinking of like um i don't know like i'm thinking i'm thinking of friends that i had growing up i'm thinking Mm -hmm. of my friend like randy who's a gemini you know and like is just like super cute super hot and like i would always be like oh she must hate me right (laughs) you know and i think that there's something about that like i think there's some way in which their ability to slip into any scenario and like make of it um a place that they belong Mm -hmm. is it can be very intimidating to people who just can't seem to do that yeah well it speaks to their versatility right Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. people you know think that they want to like pin something down and make it static and i feel like it i feel like gemini are not a static energy right Mm -hmm. it's moving and in some ways maybe like more embracing of like the multitudinal mm-hmm. existence that's true right like i feel like gemini's are it's not that they're like it's not that they're changing who they are they're just highlighting like different aspects they're like showing you like different facets depending on like what's gonna be appealing it's true i did have this thought as you were speaking where i was like oh you know gemini's really like to change and they like their change to be like sort of accepted and noted every two weeks but um <laughs> but don't you think aries can be like that too god no they never fucking change but like uh, well, they change the outside circumstances do they and then um <laughs> do they the shade uh but i think that <laughs> gemini's what i was going to say was that like while gemini's are changing like every three weeks they're like now i weave on a loom um mm. they really like to pin somebody down into a category that's like the funny thing about them is that they're like always changing mm. but they're very much like i figured it out boop i figured that out boop i figured that out boop <laughs> 
<clears throat> so in some ways that's a little bit of like a mercurial connection with mm-hmm. virgo right virgo and gemini are both co-ruled by mercury yep. mm-hmm. and there is that like sorting aspect and also a little bit of the projection too right yeah. Where like virgos are like what's wrong with your life let me fix it don't look at my trash fire of a life it's fine it's fine well it's also like you know as gemini's are known as the gossip right but it's like i think mm-hmm. that there is a way in which um, they create intimate connection through the trading of information. Mm-hmm. And that is in, you know, so we can call that gossip or we can just like call that like the, the, the newsletter. Well, <laughs> I also think that like when you think about gossip, you have to think about its um, characterization as like n- negative talk. Like mm-hmm. it's misogynistic in its roots, right? Because gossip is like, women's talk or like the feminine or like domestic labor is like the information that they would share with each other and the information that they had access to right right but we don't i mean like i think that you're right although i feel like we don't um we at this juncture we just call that like something else like we don't call sure it like sharing people's personal business too yeah. but i think that there's a line with it because i think that in like abusive or oppressive situations right people try to shut that down so that to isolate them like Mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship where something's bad it's inappropriate for you to share that with other people right even though like that may be the lifeline that you need yeah so i think that like it's important to like distinguish when it's inappropriate to share somebody's personal business just because it's not relevant or it's rude Mm -hmm. or where it's like actually it is appropriate to share this Rose, how many Geminis you do you know that um, have a really good sense of the it's inappropriate to share this? <laughs> um, not not very many. I feel like it's like you got to get real evolved. That's got to be your commitment to like thinking about your rights, like what well, you know. Well, it depends what, on what placements your you have. Rights, beach. Yeah, like if you had Gemini Mars Mercury conjunct, like yeah, probably you would impulsively speak. <laughs> impulsively speak, right? Like, well, I think it's what I. I think that your the phrase impulsively speak like is interesting. Like I think for me, it's also about like uh, emotional distance from the information. Mm-hmm. So it's just sort. Of, it's not like you're just kind of like well, mm-hmm. it's more like you're just like well, this is just information, mm-hmm. and I thought it was useful, so we are discussing it, embracing it, and moving on. Right, and everything's connected for yeah. you. Yeah, because you're like a hub or like a web weaver. Yeah, which kind of takes me back to like the original like thing I was saying, I guess, which is like, you know. Gemini's I think when they trade information a part of it this is like I, it seems like some of it has to be about believing that that information is relevant to the moment mm, and also mm-hmm. like um, will stay the same for at least the length of time that it has taken it to get to you and then from you to get to somebody else mm-hmm. and when that's about a person yeah I think there is some level of belief right that like people can be in a category or people can be a certain way yeah whereas like gemini's i think really push back against somebody telling them they are a certain way Mm, do as i say not as i do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you think that that is i feel like we've talked a little bit about that being something that um we've experienced with pisces placements too Mm -hmm. like the mutable thing Mm-hmm. of like not wanting to be and I could see that happen with Sag as well maybe not Virgo though right you know I think I can see it with Virgo like I think Virgos are like that about the order 
mm. like their house is chaos but everybody else's house needs to be organized yeah. like fix your life before i fix mine yeah um and yeah i think virgos or like virgos can be like i've known virgo i've known some virgo guys who like you would look at them and you'd be like have you been like laying around in a ditch for five days <laughs> but then um their like the, their partners would have to be like pristine that's, that's so gross yeah that so that's me very much yeah i just think it's like it's not um not that I think that's like, oh, that's how Virgos are. But it's just like, I think Virgos have the possible, like have the capability to desire to enact like these like hierarchies of order and mm-hmm. like, like presentation. But it doesn't mean that they actually like um, represent it or like yeah. that it comes like onto them. Do you think though that like maybe everybody's always projecting all the time and really you could go through any sign or any placement and be like, oh, here's the ways that you're a fucking hypocrite. I mean, well, we have everything and everything, right? <laughs> um, so whatever, like, I guess that's true. But I think, like, um, there's just different levels of projection or not projection, right? Like, I think when it comes to, like, orderliness mm-hmm. um, or, like, you have to be your, your chart or whatever mm-hmm. has to have a certain level of that being, like, like where your anxiety goes or where your pleasure goes whichever one is driving it like whether it's mm-hmm. like somebody else's disorders making you anxious mm-hmm. or whether it's like somebody's uh, somebody else's disorderliness is turning you off and you want to change it so that it like mm-hmm. stops turning you off or it's making you think about parts about yourself that you don't like so well, you don't that's the see same it. that's like you know yeah. but oh. i think like do you ever just have that constant insecurity that everything you don't like in somebody else is just you no, I deeply believe that's your Aquarius shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what if everything's upside down? Yeah. And like, I'm just wrong about it. But everything. also you're like, what if me seeing you is me seeing me? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think... I think I think most Scorpios don't have that question. We just like never have that question. We're like, you're bland. Next. <laughs> cool okay that's thanks for (laughs) speaking of pinning something down i know i love to pin shit down Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cheetah print yeah what do you want to know about it no that's just the connection i was making with oh you're telling oh yeah i do have i own a lot of cheetah print like somebody who would wear cheetah print you know what? Um, I own a lot of cheetah print. I will never own any zebra print, but I are considering snakeskin. Oh no! It's not that I'm considering snakeskin. It's that like I want the best version of snakeskin that I can experience. Got you. Um, which is like just as an honest, like I'm not. I mean, it is clearly a metaphor. I love metaphors. I'm a lesbian, but mm-hmm. like it's also not a metaphor in that like I think a lot of snakeskin shit started coming out like a snakeskin season in the fall, like it was. Mm-hmm. But then everything was like super synthetic and polyester and like looked really crappy. And I was like, when is there gonna be the like snakeskin that is just right for me? Spoken like a true. Scorpio sun, Taurus moon, <laughs> with Libra personal placement. <laughs> I would like the snake skin of the finest quality. Please. Thank you. I'm willing to pay top price, but only if it is worth it. <laughs> and then I will look like I am putting it on 
shedding it. Oh my <laughs> god! You know, that makes sense though. Okay, so so we can conclude that perhaps Gemini's would wear snakeskin. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> wild, wild rose. <laughs> yeah, go. How do you feel about this tune we're going to have with like so many of our collective planets in retrograde, Mm -hmm. which is just kind of like a drudgery of an experience. (laughs) And then so many of the more personal planets moving into Gemini or continuing to be in Gemini, which is like the very much like, let's get this going. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Like, let's relate. Well, right, because Mercury is the, like, fastest moving planet, right? Mm-hmm. It's around the sun pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in general, Gemini energy is moving, like, quickly mm-hmm. uh, and kind of, like, darting around, you know? And it does. There is that link between, like, people's descriptions of Mercury and its energy and Uranus and its energy, right? As far as, mm-hmm. like, um, really fast logic. And leaps of it right but um, i think with uranus and retrograde it's like more yeah. destructive it's not like just logic leaps no but i think i guess i'm actually looking forward to um a little slowing down and retrograde movement of these outer big collective planets because i feel like the last little bit has just been like torrential like just so much is happening so quickly and i do view retrograde as like a time to like dial it back see what's actually gonna happen like react a little bit kind of regroup you know yeah i totally agree and i mean i do feel like we just kind of got out of this i mean what do you mean got out but i feel like we were just in this downpour of you know sexual education reproductive rights like fucking uh, just chaos and for me like obviously this fight has been a long fight you know it didn't just start no this fucking year but i did feel this moment of deep like manipulation like i felt this deep moment of like oh just as the Mueller reports come in like just as we're beginning to talk about this fucking presidency again it's illegitimacy just as people are filing for like you know um what's the word impeachment yes just as people are filing for impeachment they're just like now is the time let's pass this like crazy reproductive rights laws you Mm -hmm. know and so that we can take it to the supreme court yeah and i was like something is fucked here like that this is like the moment that they take away like so many people's attention especially women yeah you know who are making up so much of the fucking fight yeah you know but also outside of that just like any person who is like especially especially reliant on these kinds of like you know like clinics that are going to get targeted yeah that are already like shutting down like the last um the last clinic in Missouri is set to shut down this weekend. That's fucking crazy. Um, so this is also a time, just a quick time out. Uh, yeah, if you are a person of means or resources, like please consider donating to abortion funds or Yellow Hammer Fund, mm-hmm. both of which are doing really great work. And abortion funds is cool because it's connected with a bunch of different 
organization so they can see who needs the most support at that moment. I mean, it's just like, but yeah, so for me, for sure, like um, having that sort of burst of dumpster fire, it's nice to to kind of lean into the retrograde moment. Although TBH, like retrograde moment can just mean like, <laughs> Moving backwards in civil rights. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh, reflection, meaning like let's really look at the circumstances that are like, you know what I mean? Let's like really take a good hard look by means of like fucking new laws to understand where we're actually at in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, speaking of, I feel like um, I feel like part of the reason that uh, folks maybe don't are mistrustful or don't fully embrace Gemini's is I think that in their detriment they can really be an agent of chaos because they can move so quickly and like cover mm-hmm. so much ground mm-hmm. and when I think of agents of chaos I think about um, our current president who is a Gemini it's true it's true can only be given a small part of credit because this is something that's been building for a long time and like the only thing that makes him different from most of the establishment is um, his willingness to just be like very blatant, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, also like um, play with play with communication mm-hmm. as as like a completely like a meaningless medium. Like yeah. he is literally this He's is the thing. Words don't matter anymore. Yeah, he's literally made language stop having any meaning. Yeah, <laughs> in this past few years. Yeah. Which is what, and you know, and then I think of people like Isaiah Banks or um, Kanye West, who are both also Gemini's, who both also have like a very tenuous relationship with the media and press, and that like people have like around their language and mm-hmm. the way they communicate themselves, and kind of their, sure. frankly their glib nature, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like shooting from the hip, you know, whether or not it's appropriate, um, but those aren't like the only types of Gemini's and you could go through every sign and find probably yeah. folks just as gross in every placement. Of course. But I think at this particular moment, like it's very present for people what that energy feels like in a negative manifestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that all these more personal planets in Gemini are going to give us like a sexy summer? <laughs> I think so. Gemini's are hot. Like playful. Yeah, playful expression. Um, Let's do it once just to see. No? Let's do what once? It. Which's it? Sex. Gemini. Oh, Gemini's. I was so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Right, they're a sign of experimentation. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, like, what is it? I don't know. Sex is so... I like the moment you asked that, I was like, well, it's Rose asking me what sex is because like what a queer exploration. <laughs> it's whatever you think it is. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought that there was something that we had talked about like trying out on this episode that I had forgotten and then I got very confused. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is another funny thing. Mercury. Mercury confusion is real. It's very real. In Gemini. Yeah, things get confusing when you move too fast. There's just like too many different ideas going on. It's hard to grasp onto them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I don't know. It seems like maybe it'd be like a good good slutty summer for Mm -hmm. people who are like 
into that. Right. People who are like ready for it. Yeah, maybe. ready for it, available for it, interested in it, have the energy for it. I, I feel tired all the time. Maybe I need to stop reading the news. It like exhausts me. I mean, we can talk. Why do you think you feel tired all the time? You think it's the news? Well, it's also just all the things that I'm doing in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also like trying to uh, live in a gig economy. Yeah, that will make you tired. In a really expensive city. I do wonder if you're if you're like um, leaning into your your Pisces rising sometimes. Oh, like my whole life, where I just want to be stone napping all the time. <laughs> yeah, and taking baths. That sounds great. Well, no, I think like I was reading Annabelle talking like on Twitter about how. Um, how when like people are not feeling super rooted in like their ground, like their their core self, mm-hmm. they start to kind of really lean into their rising because it feels like easier to be relational and like mm-hmm. out in the world. Mm-hmm. And so like if somebody it, like is feeling or projecting a lot more qualities of their rising, they're not like feeling as sort of like um, grounded in themselves and their core self. Maybe. <laughs> but I also just feel like I'm acting like a Gemini right now. Like I, I'm like easily distracted, want to go out and play. Mm-hmm. Been like very chatty, but like a little uh, b- bouncing around. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like I have like four different projects going, none of which will make me money anytime soon. So it's just like. <laughs> yep, I hear that. Um. Well, I'm just wondering, I feel like we've talked a lot about like the things that people don't like about Gemini's or like reasons that we think that like maybe they're maligned, you know, Mm -hmm. I think part of it is like uh, Gemini's have a light side and a dark side often and everything in between. And Mm -hmm. I think that, um, you know, there is, it's almost like um, an accelerated intimacy that you can get with Gemini's because you can see that dark side that maybe like only uh, like partner or or like closer relationship mm-hmm. might get like but prematurely. Mm-hmm. That's true. I feel like it's really hard to truly know a Gemini mm. like at their at their heart level. But I, maybe I feel that way about a lot of mutable signs. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there are. They're all the things. They're both and. They aren't either or. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that um, the more you try to f- separate them, right, from the sides of themselves, like the m- more easily you come up with something pretty grotesque. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. I have a question. Yeah. Ask. Top, bottom, verse. <laughs> Gemini in a pink t-shirt. Gemini in a button-up shirt with print um, or Gemini in a black hoodie. Okay. Um, I think that Gemini in the button-up shirt with print is a top. I think Gemini in a black hoodie is verse. (laughs) And I think the Gemini in a pink shirt is bottom. Mm -hmm. Is it because of pink? No, it's actually just that I feel like black hoodie like could be top or bottom energy depending like sometimes Mm -hmm. you just like want to cozy into it and then you want to like cozy into bed while somebody services you Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. other times like you're wearing a black hoodie because like 
I don't know, you work security somewhere and like you're your metal in a bathroom or something. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I feel like I kind of gave it away with the black hoodie. Yeah. The pink shirt kind of was just like a default. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to I wanted to test your game out on you. <laughs> well, I also I guess I was just thinking of like there's a particular style of kind of like toppy androgynous Gemini that like I know very deep. Like I feel like I've encountered a few times where I'm like, y'all are cutouts of each other does that make mm. sense so then i like i made my own distinction i feel like a lot of andro gemini's that i've met have been bottoms and oh. i feel like a lot of femme gemini's that i've met have been either verse or tops yeah i'd agree with that from my ex- experience i have dated a few gemini's but maybe th- like there's a like a heavy mask mm-hmm. gemini no, it's still pretty in between. Yeah. Maybe it's actually just versy. <laughs> Maybe Gemini's just really are true verse. Mm-hmm. Because they just love an experience. Yeah. They'll put it on for you. Yeah, for sure. You well, know? And they can, once they, they're kind of like real masters of fake it till you make it, like they will you think get so. so, I think they get into the role play sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you'll project an idea of yourself and then become it. And I think that that's the thing that is unsettling for people. I can't tell if it's because I've known Gemini's with like a lot of like other more organizational placements. But like, honestly, I feel like a Gemini, like the moment you're like, you're going to play this role. They're like, let me look up an outfit that would best work with this role. <laughs> I'm going to do some light reading about this role. Um, I might want to watch a movie about mm-hmm. somebody who could kind of embody this role so I could channel them while I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, I know you said tonight, but can we plan for next month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like whereas, like so, I, in some ways, I don't even, I don't think of them as like true fake it till you make it, because I also feel like they're like research it till you make it. Yeah, fair, <laughs> but it, but it's also like they, they're adaptable mm-hmm. and curious, which like if you're both of those things, like you can figure out how to do most things, or at least how to like do a pretty passable version of yeah, it. Yeah, and the first run, which again brings us back to the jealousy thing. Jealousy, right? I think so. Hate me because you ain't me. I think so. I think also Gemini's really forgive easily, move on kind of quickly. Mm-hmm. So that like I feel like when we talk about Gemini, like Gemini hate outside of like you know people who just aren't nuanced enough to understand like the difference between somebody being untrustworthy and somebody being adaptable. Yeah, I think that like there are a lot of Gemini like exes of Gemini's out there that maybe like just you know never got straight emotional information Mm. from their partners or were like i feel like a lot of gems who aren't working on their shit can have a lot of anger issues Mm, right um so like difficulty communicating right they're like the ultimate communicators in social settings but have a very difficult time emotionally communicating what they're actually experiencing because that involves going in instead of doing relation 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 so i think that like you know and I say this as someone who has like some Gemini axes and like Chiron and Gemini also. Yeah, that's which where is the where difficulty it is. of yeah, communicating. Yeah, uh, you know the important stuff, particularly yeah. emotional stuff, or like how you how somebody has hurt you. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say is like I have like I really like I have lots of Gemini axes and they're like I really adore them. You know, like I don't yeah. have hate for them, but I do think that I like look at them and I'm like, oh, like. 
something could have been different if you had actually ever talked to me about what you were experiencing before it like overcame mm. you mm-hmm. or I mean I wonder also if those particular people like I think about how like maybe having strong areas placements or like a difficult <laughs> aspect with your Mars. you're just like you're like <laughs> <laughs> strong Aries placements. You're like Gala, but did they have an Aries placement because well, they you probably have a curse? Did you dated them, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, I feel like that would explain like a nervous energy that then like comes out and like an explosion, you mm-hmm. know. Which I think like I'm not saying that Gemini placements can't have that tendency without mm-hmm. these other aspects, but I wonder if like that makes them particularly combustible. Plus, I mean, fire and air together in general, right? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, I've heard from other people with, uh, like, you know, in troubled relationships or with Gemini exes that, like, anger was definitely, like, a big issue. And I feel like I've read before that, like, with Gemini's, anger can be a big issue. Well, the switch flips, too, yeah. right? Where they, they go from good cop to bad cop. Yeah. And I, not in, like, a hot way. Mm-mm, like, in a controlling way. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, so I don't think it's just because I have an Aries curse and there had to be Aries somewhere in the personal planets <laughs> for me to have experienced like some Gemini anger. Yeah. I actually like that relationship that I had was like the one I'm thinking of was like a particularly like creative and sweet one. So I don't have this like negative thing where I'm like, oh, like that Gemini was an anger ball. Yeah. But yeah. I think that I was like very cognizant of how anger worked through her mm, mm-hmm. and i also um am cognizant of it in my brother actually mm. like um, a particular sort of like surface coolness like a surface kind of like yeah i'll pick you up yeah i'll do this like yeah i got you yeah i mm-hmm. got this but underneath it like a consistent sort of like deep deep anger that mm. I can feel. And I think, like, my brother's definitely, like, an unevolved Gemini, mm. quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Even though, honestly, I don't think it's, like, so linear. You know? I don't think you mm-hmm. just evolve and then you're done. <laughs> or, like, that you don't go back to, like, getting all messy and childish. <laughs> but I think that, like, there is something about collecting that, like, the drive to collect information, mm-hmm. the drive to relate um, when it's not coupled with like examining your codependency, when it's not coupled with like recognizing the ways in which you might be not getting to know yourself mm-hmm. while like getting to know everybody else, mm-hmm. that um, can really lead to, yeah, that like active resistance, which anger is. Mm -hmm. anything you wish to just impart upon listeners with Gemini placements any kind of love note you want to give them in the end I feel like I've really gone deep into my Gemini feelings what what are your Gemini feelings well I just think that Geminis make really great friends Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they give like I have this one Gemini friend and she's so funny because like I will ask her for a recommendation for something and she'd be like, oh, hmm, I'm pretty rusty. And then I'll see like the dot, dot, dot. And then she'll give me like a two paragraph like answer with all like the 
the sweetest best recommendation she'd be like you should go to this spot for mustard pie and then like go to this one stand at the flea market and then you can walk around and get fresh flowers and like on sundays after 10 they have apple cider donuts you know what i mean and she'll give me just like basically the dopest itinerary after first being like oh i don't know if i have any good ideas (laughs) so sweet yeah but i feel like they always know what's cool and they want to have like a good recommendation they're fun to go to parties with as long as you don't need a babysitter Hmm. because like they'll just float around you know oh yeah that's true they tend to be like a a little bit of a hub (laughs) um and i think they actually are super loyal friends yeah um, Unless they like sleep with the person you're dating, yeah, which is like not fair. Um. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes, like that's like, like I'm not saying all Gemini's are like, it's like not cheaters. It's just it's the it's like the other person. Like I feel like Gemini's are just like theoretically, who owns who? Mm-hmm. Anybody? Like they mm-hmm. just can get in their mind about relation, which is also like a dangerous trait of. I think mutable signs is like the ability, especially one with the, with the connection to Mercury, is like mm-hmm. the ability to rationalize anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if it enables them to like try out the thing that they want to do. Yeah. If it's not, you know, they can't can't bear it, right. You don't regret things that you did. Mm-hmm. You regret things you didn't do, which um, sometimes can be rude and i think also because they kind of can forgive fairly easily they imagine that people will forgive them yeah you know so i feel like gemini is just as much as they can be like the person that's sort of like is on some bad behavior they're the kind of person who like you know tends they can get really hurt because they're also very like accommodating and caregiving in their own particular way so i think that like they recognize that whenever something comes up, they're just like, mm, like I'm really angry and upset right now, but tomorrow I won't be. Yeah. And so maybe like there is something in them that when they like have this like hunger for some bad behavior, they're like, what will it matter tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, totally. But like, of course, you know, if they fuck with somebody that's like a Taurus, it'll matter for like ever for Im- immortality yeah. for <laughs> into the next lifetime and then the tourists will come around and be like yes i know that one they are no good person they are garbage <laughs> <laughs> for something they did 40 years ago before they got sober i'll never forgive them <laughs> oh <laughs> i don't know unless we are intimately connected and then i can't let go <laughs> i'll never forgive them but they live with me yeah in my heart okay <laughs> Well, what do you think? Do you think they're as bad as people say? Gemini's? Yeah. No. Uh, what? First of all, like, who is bad? Who's bad? Anybody? Everyone. Yeah, okay. Okay. Were <laughs> <laughs> you looking for a straight answer? Aquarius. I can't um, even think straight. <laughs> lol. 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 Gay jokes. Yeah, lol, well, you're welcome. Lol. Um, uh, I just, I don't know if there's any sign that I, like, I would ever be like, that's, they're bad ones. Like, yeah. you know, like, there are definitely signs that are harder for me to relate to that I have to work extra hard f- with. Yeah. But, like, n- even that is not inherent. Yeah. But I think for me personally, like, and I'll say this as someone who's gotten her heart broken by Gemini's, but also has broken a couple of Gemini hearts. Those are different people. Um, <laughs> The like 
all in all, I think maybe because of my Sag, like, stellium, like, I relate, and I love how they forgive easily, and I love how, like, at the end of the day, um, they can always be swayed with the notion of community. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if you fuck over a Gemini, like, if you come to them and you're like, I'm really building something, and it means to serve these people, and it's, like, invested in mm-hmm. care, help, you know especially if it's a great idea they'll be like okay i kind of still hate you but let's do this let's work on this (laughs) you know and i think like so for me they can often be um a great example of how to live especially as somebody who despite my sagittalium still like gets stuck in first of all like the scorpio like self-effacement and then all my leadership which is like oh but should i work on it now mm-hmm. or later and gemini's like let's work on it now yeah let's make it great and then we'll just do another fun thing yeah so i look up to them mm-hmm. i love dating i loved dating gemini's too i loved like when we would just like you know she'd come over and then she'd be like i am working on this new music piece do you want to read a poem to the music we'll record it and then we'll do another project then we'll go somewhere new i don't know yeah. i just I have a I have a big affection for this uh, kooky malign sign. Well, yeah, I also think that a lot of what you're describing is just like actually being present, mm-hmm. you know, which does it like they change from moment to moment, but they're always living in that moment. So that moment is true for them. And I think that that's the thing that a lot of us struggle with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we want somebody to either like project what where they're going to be or to like be the same as they were. Right. And for a Gemini, they're like, no, there's only ever always now. I think that being in the moment is also truly verse. It's truly verse to be in the moment. I think this is a great motto for our listeners and for ourselves as we go forward, Rose. Yeah. It's a verse to be in the moment. (laughs) Right. Or the present is verse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have a question. Yeah. As we maybe will end on this. Yeah. Verse versus switch. Mm. I have been getting this question a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some people say that verse is an older term. Some people say that switch is an older term. Some people say that verse is more with the gay, like the gay male community. And like switch is more like in the BDSM community. Mm. What are your feelings on verse and switch? Like why do you use verse versus switch? Hmm. I mean, I remember hearing switch more associated with um, gay male community. Really? Yes. But that's like, that's literally just my experience. Huh. Um, So I think that it's like pretty tricky for me to be like, this is what I know for sure. So because that that informed me using like verse just because I felt like it. (laughs) Like, and this like has no basis in like any kind of research or quantifiable data i was just like eh, verse seems like for me i mean i literally feel like gay qualifiable data is just us asking every gay we know so what do you think yeah but yeah so i would say that um i use verse instead of switch i feel like verse to me i heard about later than switching and i feel like switch makes it really sound like there's only like switch is very much like there's two options Mm. right and so when you're thinking like, of verse, you're thinking of more than just top bottom. You're thinking of what sideways? I don't know. But yeah, kind of. But also just that like it can change at Mutual any moment in the moment, you know? 
and it's like <laughs> but i don't know maybe one is more reactionary than the other like maybe one is like i'll be whatever the other person isn't and one is like i actually really like both and i'm into both and would preferably do both and everything else in between Mm, right and like switch to me again this is totally arbitrary but switch to me like has a connotation of like um like a necessity Mm. it's like i'm switched so if i'm with the top i'll bottom and if i'm with a bottom i'll top oh huh whereas versus like i could be with two bottoms right now we'll see what happens yeah yeah okay i don't know i don't know again totally arbitrary how about you i mean i was just curious i think i grew up hearing switch way more maybe because i like also grew up around bdsm community Mm -hmm. like uh, i always like i feel like i um i think that the word switch is sexy Mm -hmm. you know because of its its other meaning oh yeah yeah (laughs) so i think that there um there's a way in which it like um feels better in my mouth than verse Mm -hmm. um but i'm perfectly happy to use whatever term works for Mm. people in the given moment given my verse nature (laughs) and um yeah so i'm just i just wanted to know because i think that like these are one of the these are one of the things that i with my sagittalium and i'm just like i want more information about Mm. the way words are working like what are their meanings yeah I guess I would also like I'm more apt to use switch switchy as like an adjective to describe somebody. Mm-hmm. But like I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, this person's really versy. Like I feel like I would. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But then if you were talking to someone, would you be like, I'm verse? Or yeah. Would you be so like, I I'm guess it's switch? not that it's. Oh. So is switchy actually an adverb because it's modifying a verb? Mm hmm. So if somebody is switchy, right? It's modifying to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Cunning linguists. All of us, huh? Stop. Yeah, it's probably a good time to stop, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, because you're getting into like into rose pun territory. Yeah, I'm Which is only you. delightful for like the dad lesbians um, on the air. Which is probably like <laughs> at least 12 to 14% of our listeners. Write me. <laughs> yeah, please DM us. We want to know. We'll put up a new poll. Yeah, the dad lesbians. Let us know if you're a dad lesbian and if you're single. That's me. There you go. There you have it. Um, you can find us <laughs> at Big Dyke Energy Podcast on Instagram uh, or Big Dyke Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> you can support us through Patreon or by sharing or liking and subscribing or our Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash big dyke energy. You can send me photos of your salt and pepper hair. <laughs> you can do that <laughs> as well. That's fine too. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Enjoy, Enjoy. the rest of your week. Bye. Okay, bye. Big Dyke Energy is recorded and mixed by Earth by Class and features original music by Night of Cups. He did in fact use the word mercy earlier in the episode. Yeah, they're just like fisting left and right. <laughs> yeah, just fisting, fisting all over the place. Which Lesbian I'm, boxing. Which makes them sound kind of like tops.